another back to school edition of JBS to you today. We've got one of the fast rising stars of the 2024 class coming to us from Florida. Escaped to Jersey for a while um, down in the Disney area and uh, taking some time on his birthday just to talk to all of us. Landon Mack, thank you for uh, for taking a few minutes. No problem. Thank you for having me. Definitely. Um, tell us what the summer's been like for you. Because uh, you know, you you know, obviously popped up quite a bit on uh, with uh, with with J Mac in our uh, summer kind of report card, and uh, you know, just seeing clips of you, you know, doing great things at all the the PG events with with USA Elite, the, the national team. Um, tell us what the summer's been like, and you know, kind of feel like taking off into that upper echelon of uh, players. And it seems like once you uh, committed to Rutgers, everything skyrocketed. Yeah, first off, thank you for the uh, summer recap. That was awesome. And, uh, yeah, so summer started off uh, pretty much last day of school. We were finishing up finals and, you know, flew right down from the school. And uh, I started off my first tournament, Lake Point, Georgia, at the NPI. Um, and, you know, a brand-new team. The guys were all great. You know, we bonded, you know, just like that. Um, and, you know, that's kind of like – you know, when it all started up, you know, I felt good, came out and pitched the first game, pitched great. And then uh, shortly after that, we did the perfect game junior national. And um, I mean, right there, it was like, you know, it was beautiful weather, great competition. It was it was awesome. And I mean, since then, it, the rest of the summer, it's been, you know, nonstop traveling and, you know, taking this, this last week off is it's been it's been really nice. Yep, yep. Now, you know, we mentioned uh, start of May, um, making your verbal commitment to uh, kind of that New Jersey uh, revolution taking place at Rutgers and the, the 22 and, and 23 class coming up and, and, and your class, the 24, is really starting to fill out. Um, tell us about Rutgers, what got you pumped about that program there? And, you know, how it did help your frame of mind, you know, the rest of the high school year and, you know, what's happened so far this summer. Yeah, absolutely. So my commitment in early May, it was about halfway through the high school season. Um, and, you know, the one thing that drew me to them that I like loved was the grittiness of the program, like the way that their mindsets have changed in the last couple of years. Coach Owens, um, you know, I love Coach Owens' mindset. Um, and Coach Monahan, I can go to literally anything about. I can talk to him uh, about anything. And uh, I love the coaches there. I love the program. I love the mindset. I love the campus, you know, everything. 
you know, it's just, it was, it was too good to, to resist. Definitely. So, so we hit, we've always kind of hit along the way and we've, you know, pitching's always been fun, but, but that really took off velocity wise this year into the, the upper eighties. Um, is that just a, a strength, you know, hard work over the winter? Um, tell us who you train with and, and how that's allowed you to kind of take both to the next level where, where Rutgers is certainly considering, you know, they didn't tell you one way or the other yet. Let's see what happens. Yes, sir. So, uh, yeah, in the winter I was doing, you know, training, um, just for gaining weight, uh, with Christian Lea AR escape. Um, and then I was with pitcher Zank, um, run by Johnny McAdams. And he had a pitching clinic there that I did and kept my arm, you know, in shape, healthy. And then come time for, uh, School was felt great. Um, felt stronger than ever, I'm sure, and able to kind of maintain it, not just through the high school season, but the summer season, too. Yeah. Yeah, that was a little bit of a struggle, was, you know, maintaining pitch count, keeping it low, or, you know, just keeping it consistent, at least. And, uh, you know, with college, you know, in the future, I don't want to do too much now. I don't want to try to impress anybody. You know, I just want to stay healthy and uh, progress. Um, you know, just for that college, uh, first year of college. Yep. So, so what are plans for fall and winter now? The the commitment's done. Um, you know, used this little bit slippage uh, from from what they you know where they've been the last couple of years, but I think probably only natural given the uh, the graduation uh, losses and uh, you know a couple of other guys not returning, but you know the next generation of guys like you and Trey and uh, people like that kind of moving in now and taking charge and feel like kind of working towards uh, 2023 is a huge year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, it was pretty hard losing some of those guys, you know, and Davey and uh, they were, you know, great captains, you know, their leadership was off the charts and I mean, just they're can't replace them stud athletes. I mean, yep. yeah, they're great. And uh, it was a little bit, you know, of a struggle this year, but, you know, keeping everything positive, like, I think we did a great job. You know, a lot of people were like, oh, you don't have this person, you don't have this person, you guys aren't going to, you know, be good. And, I mean, I think we turned a lot of heads, um, kind of caught people by surprise, you know, a lot of young names coming up in the in the program and, and showing out and, you know, some of our freshmen from last year, I see them now, they're throwing mid-80s, and it's like, you know, like, we're going to be solid, and, you know, I'm, we've, we've all got this mentality, this killer instinct, and, you know, I couldn't be more proud of all of them, and our leadership for the seniors this next year is off the charts, you know. I don't, I wouldn't call it maturing necessarily, but, you know, like, we're, we're kind of filling in the shoes right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, individually, what's the what's the hope for you to, to be ready to go by uh, you know for mid March? What are you going to be working on? Um, so I'm going to start picking up with the uh, strength and conditioning, and then uh, by November I'll be doing the pitchers inc program, and um, you know try to stay healthy, try to gain weight, and then uh, come out early for a uh, high school season right around like you know January February area. Um, start throwing again, and hopefully I'll gain a couple of miles an hour. Some extra weight, some miles an hour, right? Yeah. Um, so 
it'll be same kind of two way again. Obviously, it's short and filling uh, it on the mound as as necessary. Um, what which you would, if, uh, it's probably too early to decide, but you know, is it is it where you kind of like both equally? I mean, I can't ever imagine you're gonna, no matter what, love the PO life where you're just pitching and, and doing nothing the few other days. So. Maybe it's a good thing you're doing both, right? Yeah, I mean, like, it's – I feel like I'm leaning more towards the PO lifestyle, but, you know, like, it's going to be hard to put down the bat since I've been doing it for so long. And uh, like I said earlier, it's kind of like, you know, I'll I'll be on, like, a two-game slump or something like that. I'll be like, oh, I want to be a PO. I suck, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I go and hit like, you know, two, three doubles. And I'm like, oh, this is great. Like, I'm going to be a two way. And it's, it's like, you know, it's on and off. But I, it's, it's kind of a hard decision for me to make right now because, I mean, I still feel like I'm equally good at both. Yeah. But again, I think I'm starting to lean towards that PO side. And, and what, whatever gets you on the field fastest, right? That's the, yes. <laughs> that's the important thing, right? So, you know, one thing that, that a lot of people know, but you know, probably not everybody that, that is watching this and has seen your progression. Um, you know, when you were three, uh, found out that you were type one diabetic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there have been people along the way that have, you know, that you've looked up to and I guess sort of used to as, as, as inspiration. Um, what did, why is it important to you now as you're getting into that more prominent role to you know, be able to help others that that may not know who to turn to, or may may not have that example of, you know, hey, this is it's an obstacle, but it's 2022. I mean, there's a lot of things in place that I can, you know, I just got to learn, I got to overcome it. Yeah. So first and foremost, like the way that I look at it, um, I don't really feel any different. I don't expect anyone else to treat me any different. Um, growing up. I had Devin Smeltzer um, at the time. He was like 15 or 16. He was Bishop Eustis guy. Um, and I was about eight or nine. And uh, it was in the old Arsenal facility in Voorhees. Uh, asked him to play catch. And after that, it was like, you know, he was writing me messages, keep my head up and, and you know, stay strong and stuff like that. I mean, now he's pitching for the Twins organization, which is crazy. And, uh, you know, I'm so thankful that I had him because I don't think I'd make it this far without him. But, um, like, for anyone out there that, you know, has kind of a speed bump, um, like, just keep powering through. It's it's not, you know, impossible. You can do anything. Yeah. Now, besides Devin, who, you know, what's helped kind of keep things in perspective for you? What's kind of, you know, helped you be able to have the success that you have? Um. Well, I would I would say it's that, you know, keep going mentality. Um, I mean I still I still reach out to him to this day, whether it's, you know, messing with him, um, or, you know, like asking for advice, you know. He's he's such a good guy, I can go and talk to him about anything and to see the progress he's made and the goals he's achieved, like, you know, it's inspiring. I think that's what keeps me going, because um, I wanna be like him. And uh, hopefully other other people want to be like him too. Yep. Was there ever a time that you like kind of doubted that that you could do the you know what you're doing now? I mean, maybe when you were younger, um, and and having people to turn to help kind of pull you out of it. 
Yeah, so right around 12 or 13 you, um, my work ethic, I have to admit, was not, you know, it wasn't very good. I was just kind of being a kid. Um, and I wasn't, like, being a, a pro baseball player was always kind of the dream. But, uh, like, it was, it, it kind of felt unrealistic. Like, it was just, you know, kind of a, a thought, not a dream. And uh, right around, like, 14 or 15 years old, I started to put on weight, started to gain velocity. I was hitting better, stuff like that. You know, that's when I was like, like, I'm going to do this. Yeah, now, now you've got a, a, a CGM or a sensor that, that kind of keeps, as you said, you don't have to do any of the work, really. It kind of does uh, everything for the, the technology nowadays, it's like, it does it, it does it by itself. It's crazy. Except sometimes it goes off in bad spots, right? Yeah, sometimes on the mound, sometimes in the pool. Never know when it's going to fall off. Yeah, yeah. The, was the worst as uh, it fell off during the season and, and, and nobody really knew what to do? Was that, that, that I guess, happened early in the year, right? Yeah, so that, that first uh, first playoff game against – or not playoff. Uh, the first game against Jackson uh, Memorial, it was. Yep. Um, yeah, Trip put me in, um, and I was wearing long sleeves. And I felt it come off, and I was kind of, like, feeling for my arm. And uh, Trope thought that I, like, tore something or hurt my arm, something like that. So he's freaking out. And then my catcher, Trey, you know, as he's as Trope's running out, he's trying to calm him down, saying it's just a CGM, you know, he's fine. Um, and I was looking around for it, and uh, I couldn't find it anywhere around the mound. And then apparently it flew off uh, on my follow-through in between the mound and second base. And for anyone who's like watching that game on the BFA Live Sports, you can see it like fall out of my sleeve on the throw. It's a little little discreet, but you can see it. <laughs> and Trobe's coach for like a thousand plus uh, games. I, I got to think that's something he's never, like they say, you always see something new. I mean, that's, I don't think he's ever had a pitcher's sensor fall off in the, in the middle of a yeah. game. That's gotta be something new for Trobe, right? Yeah, I mean, 700 wins that is going, I think, to his 37th year uh, as a Pistribusis baseball coach. I mean, it's it's insane. I, I, I give him a lot of credit for what he does. And, you know, we love his old school coach, uh, you know, approach. Um, but, yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't think he's ever had to deal with the CGM falling off. Way too much technology for the poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you mentioned Trey, Trey Martin. Um, you've been close to, with, with him for, for years, right? Yes, sir. Being able to throw to, to one of your best friends, um, got to be a good feeling. It'll be a lot of fun and have that connection with the catcher, too. Yeah, so uh, I think eight, eight or ten years old, um, I actually guest played with Haddonfield Hammer uh, in, in Ripken, and that's how we met. Um, I was actually friends with another kid uh but you know i went and played on their team and trey and i just clicked and i mean we, he came over to arsenal like a year or two later and like 10 through still high school and it's going to be up until senior year you know we've been playing ball together and another guy jack kirk now i've been playing with forever um he's also a Rutgers commit I played with mm -hmm. him since I was like eight, and I mean, so you say you, you'll be playing, you'll be playing with him forever. 
Yeah, it, it, it's been like, it'll be like 14 years or something like that. And I mean, it's like it's crazy just to think about like at, at eight years old, like who would have thought that we'd be playing off of college together? Don't tell me you were bigger than Jack at that age. No, he was, he's been a tank and he always was. He's always been a mountain that can play baseball, right? Oh, yeah. He was, he was quite the uh, athletic shortstop back in the day, too. Oh. <laughs> He was he, he used to hit bombs. He he made diving plays all all the time and you know so he took my position for a couple of games, I'm not gonna lie. He was he was a shortstop while I was playing second. Yeah, but we're gonna say there's there's no chance that either Trope or Coach Owens ever puts him at shortstop, I think. <laughs> I mean he's fighting for BP rounds and you know, we'll let him take some at bats in game and he's been pretty successful, but uh yeah, he's he's dominant he, on the mound. I mean I'm he so gets into one. I'm going to go to college with him. I feel like if he gets into one, it's going 400 feet, though. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. His, like, when, so Nicky Delgazo, he's our, he's our BP throw. He throws great BP. A uh, little firm, too. So, like, if you barrel one and Jack has those, he hits the ball so far. <laughs> Favorite player to watch in the uh, majors? Anybody that you kind of like to not pattern yourself after, but but really like watching? couple guys. Um O'Neal Cruz right now is just, you know, he's insane. I love watching him. Uh, Juan Soto, Francisco, Lindor, like they're all, Jazz Chisholm, like they're all, you know, super electric, you know, energetic guys. love watching them play. You, uh, you say you like the PO life, but I'm not hearing pitchers there really. <laughs> you know, pitchers in the MLB, like I don't see much personality, so like I don't really know. I just – some guys get fired up, like uh, what's his name, Karen Check or something like yeah. that. Yeah, but, man, he's like, you know, he's electric. I like him, but uh, yeah. So you like the guys that have a little flair to them too? Yeah, a little bit. Got to got to play that way, right? It's got to be fun, or else you're not going to play your best. Yes, sir. Um. One thing that, that we don't know about Landon Mack that we probably will down the road. Mm, this is a tough one. Does that have to be like a fun fact or is it like, you know, something applicable to oh, base? Open-ended. I can do a backflip. <laughs> yeah. Can you do one like right now? Um, I'm on a porch. I was going to say, do we, do we, oh yeah, we don't want to. Uh, I don't know about is, that. And this is a new house that we just got down there. We're not destroying the house just to prove yeah, a point. Yeah, not to. <laughs> we, will, we will have to hold you to that then, maybe at a Eustace game or something this year. Yeah, maybe maybe when I uh, close out a game, I'll, I'll end the game on the back. <laughs> yes, yes, and you set off a whole new celebration. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> Landon, we appreciate the uh, the time you spent here today. I know you got a lot going on to get ready for the for the school year. Um, awesome to see what you did this summer, and even better, we get to see what, how you follow it up this year coming up. No problem. Thank you for having me, and uh, thank you for uh, all you do. Definitely, we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon and uh, crush it in fall and 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 get uh, get get Jack out of shortstop again for us. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, thanks, Landon. No problem. Thank you.